0: and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i'm joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex
1: um do you know where the fuck mario judah is <laughs> no no not like okay, a month I old just... reference what are you doing no he just wrapped a song yesterday bro <laughs> that's your he... that oh. fucking rules i love that guy
0: I mean, I I know the meme song and I I like the meme song, but that's about it.
1: He's a big dog, big bear. Uh, I can say the word, but I'm not going to. He's a lion. You're
0: allowed to. I'm not like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I, 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 I can I
1: can, but it's like I'm just gonna like you know. I, I let's 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 yeah, the, keep the listeners
0: up. may not know your race, so uh that's, yeah, like, exactly uh, exactly that's, that that's, badly. that's happened,
1: <laughs> dude. That's happened way too many times. it's like people are like, you can't say that. I'm just like, well. I, I can't. I'm not. i am not let I can, but let's. I'm sorry. Okay. Let's move on. And yeah, uh, <laughs> that's that's our discussion on race in America <laughs> and Ireland. I don't know. But okay. Yeah. Um. Let's get right into it, bud.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. I don't think there's any news, so uh, we're gonna get straight into this uh, interview that was translated. Um, this was once again by uh, at 1222 Dragon Moon. So they uh, translated an interview done with Utami Hayashishta from ShuPro. Um, this was done around the time she won the title. So it's a very interesting look into her mindset um, before she won. And kind of, she gave a bit of information on how things were when she joined Queen's Quest.
1: Yeah, it was an interesting interview. I really liked it. Um, she's very much like a I think she's a good person to like uh, bank your future on, even though that sounds bad because like you really shouldn't be banking your future on anybody. But I think that she's a really smart choice in just the way that she feels and the way that she carries herself. Um, and I think this interview really like showed that
0: uh, I feel like she's almost one of these though, who could crumble under the pressure because she puts a lot of it on herself, like the way she was talking. About like even just the lead up to the Mayo match, where she was like she was, she was stressed out for the whole month leading up to it, and she felt like
1: for for her anyone was her, when she first debuted, talking about like her life basically, um, and she you know she was like the shyest kid ever, um, and the only reason why she like and she was always had anxiety, she always had like those like just like, uh, you know isolated issues, even though she had a big family like a notoriously big family she literally had a reality show about her family because it was so fucking big uh she was always very secluded she always like was very just like um you know introverted and the reason why she like got unintroverted was because her workplace made her be a hostess like instead of a cook and that's the only reason why she ever talked (laughs) like what she ever like started like becoming like even like, you know, so it's it is interesting how charismatic she, she is, but it's also not necessarily like surprising to me that it's like she has those certain like um problems with just like feeling comfortable, um even though she seems comfortable, even though she isn't necessarily uncomfortable as a wrestler and as a, you know, figure as a as a top wrestler. She definitely has that that still those issues are still, you know existent and they they will probably be existent for a while cuz that's how you know things work but yeah that that was a a part of the interview that was a little bit alarming especially after the year we've had uh but i think that she can handle it i hope she can i believe in her
0: yeah the the other bit that was worrying was when she was uh, talking about like how she uh she used to change schools a lot and so she didn't have friends and then when she joined queen's quest like the fans were really harsh on her and like, I know Western fans get a bit of a bad rep, but the the Japanese Stardom fans strike me as like a really uh, toxic group of people. Like, they're I remember, didn't they? Didn't they bully Shiki Shibazawa into retiring as well? Like, she stopped yeah. wrestling because of them. It's really like Stardom needs to do Fucked, a lot more yeah. for their wrestlers. To be honest, like after what oh, happened yeah. with Hannah and Orisa, and then when Julia was told to fucking kill herself, like not long after Hannah died. Like they really just need to do more to protect their talent, because like stuff like this just isn't okay for anybody to have to go through just because she joined a faction, you know?
1: Yeah, it, it's it's you know it's it's one of those things that it's just it's really disgusting. Quite frankly, it's like because yeah, that that is something that comes up very frequently, and just I me and your conversations is how like the Western fans of Stardom are really just something. Um, but. You you forget that it's like, Stardom's fan base is not great over there either. Obviously, there's there's positives and negatives to all fan bases, but the the negatives over there is a very big issue. Um, even even what we commented on last week about the the Torah stuff. Uh, Some of the stuff was fair, that it's like, oh, I don't really... Like, why am I paying my money on this? I don't like this. But then some of it was just, like, shitting on Natsuko Tora. And I got really frustrated with that. Um, Not just because I like Natsuko, but just because it's like... This isn't... Like, that's not... Like, this isn't something that you should be fucking... Like, oh, Natsuko Tora sucks, and I hate her. It's like, grow up, bro. Like, you know, it's, it's one of those things that it's like... I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me. Uh... And it's it's difficult because that is a serious issue, obviously. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they would how they would go about like working with it because, like, other than like blocking the people, it's it is a difficult thing to combat as a as a company. But at the same time, it's not impossible, and they can definitely do something about it. I mean, you know, people were given were given um Sonny a hard time when he was doing it with with B and with you know basic criticisms of her but sometimes it would get a little bit that's a whole nother story but they could definitely do a lot more on the Japanese side than what I've seen at least you know obviously we're not Japanese we don't know how much they've been doing but it doesn't seem like they've been doing enough.
0: Yeah definitely Um and I feel like we've definitely talked about this before in regards to like how they how they can protect their talent a bit more and like, we don't have the answers and I guess they don't either but it's definitely something that they should look into before their fan base costs them more talent you know um yeah moving on to kind of a better note i guess is that i think the end of the interview was very interesting um like utami was saying that you know mayu Itani still has a huge presence within the company despite utami beating her and i think that's that's quite true i think you know mayu will always be the icon and the heart of stall of stardom but i think Kami's aim is to, to defend the belt and have great matches and build her name so that she is seen as the next Mayu. And I think that's a really interesting goal for her to have. Like she clearly understands what they want from her and she has the desire to be, you know, the representative of stardom on a big stage. Like I I think she's ready, you know, to take this company on her shoulders for as long as she has to. And I think that's a great mindset for her to have that. She understands Mayu will always be kind of the icon. But, you know, she knows that if she can you know, produce the match quality and have great title reigns, that one day she, too, will have that bigger presence in the company.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because I it sounded like she was describing her as a Tanahashi-like figure. And uh, that would be all well and good if Tanahashi didn't lose in four minutes to a Boston Crab like three days ago. Uh, so that really scared me. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> want to see my you losing to a Boston crab in four minutes, man. To Tom a fucking Tonga, bro. To, <laughs> no, it would be it would be to like Zoe Sky, bro. <laughs> I mean Zoe Lucas. Oh man, yeah, yeah, it would be <laughs> Zoe Lucas, yeah. Man, and I like Zoe Lucas. So you have, you have your opinions on her. I like her, but man, I do not want to see that. Uh so yeah, just like that interview coming out and I was like, Oh, okay, so it's like I I can see where they're going with that. Um and then I was like, Oh, so it's like sort of like a Tanahashi type situation and then Tanahashi lost in straight up four or five minutes and I was just like, This isn't I don't I don't like I don't like how this no, I don't like any of this. Um but yeah, it it is a testament to Joshi wrestling that it's like I feel like it's very fast moving in that Mayu's already in that position where it's like she's Past the red belt, even though she's still below it, but she's also in front of it. You know, what I mean, but it feels weird that it's like, you know, I was consistent in that it's like, oh, she'll probably get it again, but I feel like they're definitely moving on. Um, while she is obviously at the top because she's Mayu and she always will be Mayu, uh, they are noticeably like, okay, we're we're moving forward and we're, we're we're progressing, and she's still gonna be the big figure. She's still gonna be, you know, the the main character, if you will, but we're moving forward past her in a way. And that's really weird, honestly. I don't know if that's, like, that could just be, you know, Utami being Utami and that just being, like, the what she, her character is saying. But at the same time, that is a a common thought process amongst Sarum fans and amongst even, you know, you and me. It's, it's just a weird thing how fast that shit moves, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess... You know they, they needed to, to pick somebody to, to take over Mayu I mean she is you know about to approach 10 years in she's gone a lot longer than a lot of wrestlers of that debuted in her time did as well Like, and it's never a bad thing to say okay we're gonna build some other stars because Mayu will always be Mayu and if Utami leaves tomorrow Mayu will be there to pick up the slack so I don't know like she's not going to be Tanahashi yet. Like, I don't think he, she's going to be a mid-carder taking falls to people But she you know I think she doesn't need the title to to be a big deal. I I think that's that's what they've
1: realized. That's true. I don't know. I, I think it is a a just like a frame of mind I guess that's like positioning wise on cards it's it's weird to see her in the spot so quickly, but at the same time, it's not very quickly because she's been at the top for like four years now, and in Joshi wrestling, that's longer than like half the careers are. <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's that's something. Um, but I don't know. It's 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 just it's not even weird. It's just like sort of jarring that it's like wow. So it's like we're we're here now. You know, it's like we're we're at the like we're we're getting into the future, if you will and it's just like wow we're so like this is where we're at um and it's yeah, fun the, it's interesting
0: 3 de mira is 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 definitely gone i think it's safe to say you know, we're we're in a new era of stardom now and it's definitely interesting to see who's going to be pushed and who's what's going to happen and who's going to be the big stars of tomorrow um yeah mayu kind of moving down the card and kind of passing the torch is definitely a sign that the 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 3 de Kind of ended, you know, properly now.
1: Yeah, and we'll get into it later, but I think that the MK sisters should take the tag belts. Um, honestly, I think that would be a good place for, for Mayu and Kid. Uh, t- for Kid to be elevated to a tag belt situation and Mayu to stay at a certain level, she can really make those tag belts great. And I think them versus Aphrodite is going to be a really fun match again, even though obviously this is just me talking on my ass. They haven't scheduled anything, uh, so don't act like I'm. Like, audience, don't act like I'm, I'm like, you know, spoiling anything. I'm, you know, got any scoops. I wish I did. But, yeah, that would be a really good spot for both of them, and I think that would be a good spot for Mayu. Um, it also plays into the, ta- the Tanahashi thing, because Tanahashi was just tagged him. <laughs> so I think I'm just, yeah, maybe I should stop talking, because I think I'm, I'm just destining her to lose to Zoe Lucas in five minutes, so I, I think
0: we can move on. Right. Um. So you should, um, if you haven't already, uh, check out that interview. It's really like we didn't go over all the details. There's some kayfabe stuff in there, and there's some other details about her her family. Um, it's an interesting interview. Like it really humanizes her. It really makes her like, relatable. Like I really want to root for Utami's success now more than I did. Um. So I'm sure that was what they were going for. Um. So yeah, read it yourself and just check it out and see and maybe you'll come away liking her a lot more than you do. With that yeah, You you decide
1: what you believe in,
0: right? Yes, <laughs> indeed. Um, with that, we should probably get on to the review. Um, so there was a show yesterday on December 6th in uh, Toyama. Uh, there was 270 fans, which is a pretty good number. Um, there's only two matches up from this show, so uh, we, we only watched the main event. Uh, we'll have kind of mostly comments on that I think we'll definitely have to comment on the uh, Cosmic Angels match given what's gone down on Twitter but before that we will run down the card so let's see the opener saw Saya Kamatani beat Mina Shirakawa so Saya Kamatani gets back on the win train there with a win over Mina Um, as we said like Kamatani is still the goddess of stardom tag team champion but she she has lost quite a bit lately because they kind of she is still kind of in that future kind of division where it's like yeah you can you can take some losses like you aren't a proper roster member yet you're still kind of looked at as a as the future of stardom belt as your ceiling um, yeah, but, she beat but then there. again the,
1: the, the future of stardom belt has a pretty high ceiling as we'll see pretty soon um, but yeah uh, did, I don't know if this was like over a week ago, I, like we didn't cover it last week, and it's very minuscule, but I watched a live of Queen's Quest, um, and it was all of them except for Sayaka and for 15 minutes, Azumi, Momo, and Utami all mimicked Sayaka and all of her extra tendencies, and I was laughing so hard oh my god Cause, yeah they like maybe not 15 minutes it's probably like 10 but they but they <laughs> they just kept repeat like they would do the the queen's quest thing all like extra and they like they <laughs> it was so funny and i was like damn they're like it's it's obviously good fun but there is they're brutalizing their tag partner with just the the over like just the over dramatics of just like <laughs> it was great oh my god um oh, i think it's on utami's instagram of just like for the first like 10 minutes, they would just keep, they just kept like, um, referring to themselves as Saya Kamatani, or, you know, Kamatani Saya, and they would like do the thing, and it, it was just fucking funny, and I loved it. Uh, so that was that was funny. Uh, Kamatani is an extremely extra person, and I respect it.
0: Yeah, she, um, she's stands out to say the least. <laughs> um, the next match uh, on this card, then, was uh, the Cosmic Angels team of Tam Nakano and Unagi Sayaka, beating Saya Ida and Ruaka. Um, the main takeaway from this match is that, uh, I guess, Tam afterwards tried to recruit Ida or shake her hand or something, because Mayu did not take that at all well. <laughs> she went onto Twitter and was like, Tam, why do you keep trying to take Ida? She's a good member of STARS. And Tam was like, so does this mean I'm not a good member of STARS? And then Mayu, went and, uh, she asked the question we're all wondering. She said, are you a separate three-person unit or a trio within STARS? What is it? To be honest, I'm lonely without Tam. And that's very sweet. But then Tam said, oh, you're so sly, Mayu. I'd almost think you care about me. And
1: that's Tam, really is, Tam is an abusive boyfriend, Alex. So that's weird. Cause Tam, I mean, girlfriend, Tam but... Like an- me. Like overprotective of
0: Mayu, like when Arisa came, Tam was like, no, Mayu is mine, you aren't allowed to have her, and now she's like nah, fuck you Mayu, I don't, like you don't care about me, I don't care about you, I'm leaving, and it's like what, like where did this come from she isn't hold on your audio is gone, your microphone isn't picking up anymore yes Craig, it's just you and I
1: I'm back. There we go. I fu- oh, that's good. man, this is some. Oh my god, this fucking. Hmm. But yeah, um, <laughs> I was I was saying Tam is an abusive girlfriend who you know she's overprotective and then she you know, like she she fucking I don't know. She's just a like it's horrible and it's like it's funny. I mean, it's not funny because you know people actually go through that and it's really rough. But it's it's funny because like you can sort of see why in a way like the the just her path where it's like with the Oedotai thing back in the day like Oedotai lost and she lost and awaited is like okay bye and she's like so you guys aren't even gonna like fight for me you guys don't really care and you guys just like i don't know what the fuck you want us to do pal later and so after that she had fucking abandonment issues and so you know she she went to mayu and mayu treated her extremely well and then arisa comes in and she feels replaced, and so she gets very offended, and she gets really hurt in this whole thing, and she's overprotective, and then Arisa leaves after it. Man, it's just, like, so much like, melodrama in a way that isn't really, like, even like, expounded upon like, in the shows, but, like, just when you think about just the way that her character has existed for the past two, three years now, I can see the situation, and it's quite interesting, uh, so yeah, she's just she's just an abusive girlfriend. Oh man, it's kind of funny. It's also kind of sad. It's also kind of you know like, but you know, yeah.
0: Um, it's 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 just I don't know. I just think it's so weird because it's come out of nowhere. I mean, I know Mayu was kind of an asshole first, but like, if somebody started recruiting people under your nose, you'd be kind of like, what are you doing? Like, stop that. Um, yeah, it's clear Mayu is just confused, and Tam is like, yeah, well, I'm gonna fight you but uh this, no, this
1: it's... also this also is very funny because um i remember Mayu saying in an interview that it's like yeah stars has really bad communication skills <laughs> she's like yeah we don't really talk like i mean we we work out together and like we we hang out every once in a while but we don't really talk to each other um, i was like how do you guys not like like i get it but it's like how do you just not talk to each other like that that doesn't work and it's like obviously that was like a shoot cuz i'm pretty sure they don't really talk to each other outside of like mayu um, kid and Ida training together, but like <laughs> I'm just like I think I understand why there are issues, Mayu. If <laughs> you don't talk to each other, how are you supposed to know any of this? But yeah, that's that's just a little like small thing that I just laughed at the other day. <laughs> okay,
0: um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely all building to this, uh, you know the the Break of Stars match on the at Edeon, but it's. It's just interesting to see them get to there with, with very little going wrong. Like, I don't. Like, did Mayu like, pick somebody instead of Tam for something? Like, Tam just kind of lost and then was like, no, this, I'm blaming Mayu for everything now. And it's like, all right, cool, I guess. But.
1: Yeah, yeah there wasn't a really bit. a catalyst, which is weird. You know, like, usually yeah. there's like a a certain paradigm shift, if you will, that will like. I feel like the smaller it.
0: details is, is Stardom's issue now. And I'll talk about this a bit more later, but they. They tell you that there's things happening, but then they never show them to you, and I think that's an issue that they're having right now, but um, yeah, we'll we'll get onto that when we talk about the main event, so we should uh, fly through the rest of this. Um, in the next match on the card, B Priestley and Micah wrestled to a 15-minute draw, so this is better than Micah taking the L, but
1: I do not ever want to watch it.
0: <laughs> I think I'm
1: going to watch it. I think really? I'm going to watch it. Yeah, because oh, like... Uh, and that's something that I do with Starm is that it's like I always take like, um, you know, like measuring tests. Where it's like I don't really watch a lot of B Priestley matches, if you guys couldn't tell. But it's like maybe she just killed it here. You never know. Same with same with Mina. It's like like I I was not really big on watching any of her matches, but it's like I had to watch the Mumble one because maybe she killed it. Like maybe she maybe she's way better than I'm giving her any credit for. And obviously B isn't all that great, but. Like maybe this match was just really good, and it's like, oh well, that's like I can I can say that B had a good match this year, one singular. But you know, like, yeah, I'll I'll check it out. Okay. Um, I also hate myself, so that yeah, that also plays into it.
0: Um. Right. <laughs> well, you watch that. <laughs> um. I'll probably if you watch the next match, who knows. Um the Donalda Don mother team of Julia Siri and Himika beat the Uedotai trio of Saki Sakikashima and Konami. Uh Himika pinned Sakikashima which is a, a big enough win for Himika. Um yeah, I, it makes sense I guess that that DDM got the win cuz they're kind of they're the more relevant faction ahead of Edion and I mean Uedotai hasn't really got anything going on so that it makes sense that they'd win. I guess I'm sure this was a good match, but that. I hope she concussion so.
1: bombed Saki.
0: Uh, no, she did the Argentine backbreaker. Fuck.
1: And that's no disrespect, to Saki. That sounds really bad, but no, I was thinking Saki would sell that like fucking death, bro. That would be so dope. Like you know, that's and, and that's, and it's so great because like Saki, like I think that Kid and Ida. I don't know if kids taken it yet, but I know Ida has a million times and she sells it like fucking murder. Um, and Ida and Kid are are two of the better sellers on the roster and I love both of them. So I don't want to see them go through that. Saki on the other hand, amazing seller. I don't have any emotional attachment to her. So seeing that would be fun. Okay. So yeah, that's that's my that's my uh that's my thought process on um please give Saki the, the concussion bomb, Jumbo. I'm begging right. you.
0: um away from you wishing death upon Saki Kashima. Um Man. the main event <laughs> <laughs> The main event, uh Queen's Quest, the team of Utami High Momo Watanabe, and Azumi beat the team of Mayu Watani, Starlight Kid, and Riho. Um this was, I, I do want to say about this match, and this is, I'm going to talk about the, the smaller details thing that I mentioned earlier. me um, mm-hmm. As, was like, oh, it's like really tense between Momo and Dutami here. Like, let's just go out there and win. And then during the match, Momo and Dutami were like a well-oiled machine. I'm like, you're, mm-hmm. like, you're telling me there's tension. You're not showing me there's tension. These two women are like wrestling together like they were still, you know, tag teaming regularly. Like they were working together perfectly. Like, you can't tell me, oh, there's tension between them. Like, they, they kind of don't want to, they don't get on at the moment and then just have them wrestle their normal match, you know? Like, I don't buy into the fact that there's a tension. Um, yeah. And I, I don't like being told that things are there and then not being shown it, you know? That's, I don't, like, that's not really
1: how wrestling should work to me.
0: Yeah, because it's, like,
1: obviously, like, it's, it's, I'm, we're not asking, like, I, I get what you mean, because it's, like, I don't want them to be like, you know, fucking fucking everything up because they hate each other because that's not the story. But mm-hmm. it did feel like Momo was preparing to face Mayu at Edeon. You know, it's like it felt like that was the match because they were they were linked up more than anybody um and they just, you know, that was mainly the thing. So I definitely get what you mean. Uh I don't know how they I I feel like I remember seeing the same thing with Julia and Shuri. like people with having the same sentiment that was like So are they just not going to, like, talk about it, except for occasionally on the internet? Or are we going to, like, see anything resembling, like, them battling each other? Like, obviously, and we'll get to this later, they have those preview matches. I think that's where we'll really see it. But you're right in that it's like it didn't feel like there was any tension in this match between the two of them at all. So I I get what you mean there.
0: Yeah, and it's I don't need like um I don't need Tammy like stretching out her arm for the hot tag and then jumping off the apron or any shit like that. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm not talking uh, like that kind of crap. I just mean like maybe have them refuse to tag each other in. Maybe have them I don't know. Maybe have one of them kick the other by accident or maybe do a move badly. Like just something, you know?
1: No, uh, Alex. I, what we need is the old universe mode cutscenes. That's what we need in this wrestling. That's what that's what <laughs> Joshi needs is is to have that guy with the ticket and it's like hey i'm here like i i want to see utami come to a show buy a ticket and sit in the front row and watch momo loot like i don't, I don't... Yeah. Oh god, okay uh, <laughs> man those universal um... cutscenes go crazy
0: yeah they uh they sure sound fun
1: Ooh, can i talk about can i talk about japanese um geography now no <laughs> But the, no, I mean, the pre-match, come on now. Go on. Okay. go ahead. So the pre-match, the pre-match was hilarious because the MK sisters um, argued about if they'd ever wrestled in Toyama before. Um, Kid is insistent that they had wrestled there before. Mayu is insistent that she didn't. Um, and she's like, no, I've wrestled here and here, but I haven't wrestled in, in Toyama City. Have I? Have I wrestled in Toyama City? And Kid's like, yes, you have. And then Mayu's like, show me the proof. They told me I, I've never wrestled here before. And Kid's like... Mayu, are you drunk? And then Mayu's like, I'm not fucking drunk. We have never wrestled with Toy opposite. And Kid's like, yes, we have. Let's move forward. And Mayu's like, no, no, believe me. Believe me. And Kid's like, okay, so I'm facing a Izumi today. <laughs> and I just, I, I love that. Uh, on the other hand, Izumi didn't know where the fuck they were. So, I mean, to have <laughs> her beat, Like they, she comes out and she's like, today we are in... Where the fuck are we? And then Tommy and Mama both say Toyama. And then she's like, Toyama! It's like, yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, this match was fun. I mean, you know, there there were little things that like you could tell they weren't all on their game. Like I think Azumi messed up like more than twice, which isn't an Azumi thing to do. Um, Riho was also sort of iffy, but their all of their combined like abilities overshot Overshine that in my opinion it was all really really fun um yeah how did you feel yeah no i agree it was a pretty good match and i i did
0: note that riho looked to step off at at times like she kind of was on a different wavelength from everybody a few times i noticed that but um like all all six of them are so talented that i uh, overall it was still a pretty good match you know like it's not a A great match or anything, but for the main event of a tour show, you know, it did its job of providing an entertaining match for the, you know, the crowd in attendance and anybody like us who's nerdy enough to bother watching these shows.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Okay. I have a few like mid-match notes. They shouldn't take too long. Uh. One of them is that the Utami and Rio stuff still rules. I still love that. It's so good. Like it's just (laughs) it's just hilarious. Like uh. You know, Utami and Ryo get in the ring, and then Utami's like, I'll shake your hand. And then Ryo's like, I don't fucking trust you, bro. And then Ryo finally shakes her hand. Then Utami turns on her, but then she doesn't. She just carries her like a baby. And Ryo's like, this is fucking weird, let go of me. Um, and so she gets out, and she kicks her. And then she, you know, runs to the ropes, then she runs at her, and then Utami catches her like a baby again. And Ryo's like, this is fucking weird. Like, go of me. And then she like gets out, and then it's like, and then, <laughs> then Utabi almost catches her again, and Ryo just backs up like she's fucking scared to death. It was great. It was fucking hilarious. She's like, don't fucking touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> and then, yeah, that was fun. that was fucking hilarious. Uh, I think this is like that's one of those like one of the like I loved the Izumi Kagetsu stuff. I feel like. This mm-hmm. is their attempt at doing that again and it's sort of working not as well because kagetsu and azumi are literally two of the most charismatic wrestlers and fucking ever but i i think that this is like one of those things that's like it's not really important it doesn't really mean anything but it's just really fun and it's really like, just funny to watch and i enjoy it uh also during the high speed portion um this is where i said azumi was sort of a little bit off but so is kid i guess um Something was like mistimed, and Kid was like on the ground, like trying to reach for Azumi's hand, and Azumi was like out of place, I guess, or maybe Kid was a little out of place. So Azumi's like, "I'm just gonna pin you now." So she just sat on her and then kept trying to pin her, and that was it. Like it was like a half a second into the into the high speed, like you know, sprint, and she's like, "Okay, I'm just gonna pin you. Is that cool?" And then like it just got fumbled up. That was funny. Uh, and also, I imagine you also noticed this part, unless. You're just weird. I would think that this is, like, <laughs> your favorite part of the match. Uh, Momo did her shoot kicks on Kid. And I don't, know yes. if, I don't know if this was, like, if she just, like, was having a bad day, Momo. Or I don't know if Kid just really wanted to, like, make her look like a beast. But I got squirmish when I watched Kid take those kicks. And it's like, I don't, I watch fucking deathmatch. I don't get squirmish. I watch a lot worse than this. I don't get squirmish. But Kid just sold the shit out. Oh, my God. God, it was like insane. Like I was like, this is like that. Home, like she was screaming, and oh, oh my God! Do you want to talk about? Because like I, I can't even put it into words. It was fucking insane. She murdered.
0: Yeah, it reminded me of the remember in the Mayu and Kid match when Mayu was doing similar kicks and Kid was just like pounding the mat and like go on, try again, bitch. Yeah. And it was like this is the this is amazing. Like Kid wants them, and Momo is just delivering. Um and i thought they both looked great like momo looked like a killer and kid showed a lot of defiance by like not really you know running away after the first one and kind of demanding a few more um but and then like, on the last was, one Momo, we want to
1: see the last one sounded like she broke her fucking back and she just starts screaming she rolls out of the ring she's like fucking holding her back and i was like oh my god like this is like like i don't know We talk about it every week, and I know that I talk about a lot of things every week, but Kid is straight up becoming, like, top five wrestlers for me in this company. Like, she is just so good. Like, top five might be a lot, but she is genuinely, like, I can't, like, other than, like, like, Momo, Izumi, and Mayu, I can't immediately name somebody that I think is better than Kid is right now. Uh, you know, like Konami might have better tech stuff, but you know, like, like I, I mean, like enjoyable and just like really good and just really on her game right now. Island Kid is top five at the least. Like she's, she is killing it lately. Absolutely amazing. Sort of why I say the MK sisters could definitely take the tag belts, and it would be, you know, fine by me. I think that would be a phenomenal decision. Uh, and yeah, uh, I really, really like this match. It was fun. Uh, not much to write home about, but if you if you wanna see Momo murder a child, um who's not really a child anymore, she's like nineteen now. But if you wanna see Momo murder somebody named Kid, uh, you know, fucked them kids, man. Go watch it. Uh, it's it's a little bit it's, it's pretty fun.
0: Yeah, and uh that's that match and that's that show. Um it was oh, you one, know the minute. One event piece of news. Oh, okay.
1: Speaking of speaking of Starlight Kid, she cut her hair. Uh, she cut it it's quite short now. Uh, after this, like she just cut it like yesterday. I saw it on Instagram. Uh, it looks cool. Yeah.
0: All right. That's cool. Um, all right, And with that, uh, we have two shows to preview um, because that's how we're going to work it. Uh, we're going to preview the, the next show at Shinjuku Face, which is, uh, I think it's all faction versus faction matches except for the opener. And then we're going to preview the uh, Korokin show next week. So that'll leave us. So that means that next week we can record and just do a full-on preview of Edeon. Um So yeah, the first show is on December 13th. It's at Shinjuku Face. I'm pretty sure all the tickets are sold out. Uh, the opener is Riho versus Ruka versus Lady C. Uh, I can't see any other result here than
1: Riho coming away with the win. The... I feel like it's been a minute since Rio's won. But yeah, she's definitely winning here. Yeah. But it's like, it feels like she hasn't been winning lately. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty nice that she's just been, you know, hanging out. Uh, but yeah, it'll be nice to see her win again because, you know, she can always use a win.
0: Yeah. Uh, the next match then is uh, the Uedo Tai four way battle uh, Saki Kashima versus Natsuko versus Konami versus B Priestley. Um, it'll be interesting to see who they have win here. I feel like they're going to go with B. I think everybody is hoping it's Natsuko. Um,
1: See, yeah, if Natsuko doesn't win, um, I think that I will have officially given up on Oedo tie, like altogether. Like, I would not. Like a lot. Like, <laughs> a lot. You, like no, because it's like I like if if that's the direction they're going with, is that the fucking leader of Oedo tie can't even beat the subordinates of Oedo tie? It's not worth me investing in. You know, because it's like, obviously, like, I haven't really been invested in it in general, but it's like, I love Natsuko, but if she loses this match, it, like, it sounds harsh, but it's like, I don't have any reason to, like, even try to care about a way to tie, quite frankly, because it's like, what are they, like, if if she loses, what are they doing? Like, I don't know, that's just, it's, it is very harsh, and it's the second match of a show, so it's not really important. But to me, it's like, if she loses, unless it, like, ends in, like, a quadruple DQ, which would be fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> like, they find a way to get a DQ in a, in a Fata 4-Way match. Um, but, yeah, it's just, I, I don't, you know, it's like, if Natsuko loses, it's just going to be a real hard time coming back from that for me with a to tie. It's already pretty hard, <laughs> but at that point, it's like, I don't think I'll have any any, like, hope left.
0: I love how uh, I, I'm the way to tie apologizer now. <laughs> like I'm always like, yeah, no, like it's not that bad. <laughs> um, like you know, Natsko, I guess, is the leader, but you know, she's not the strongest pushed of them. So that's just how it is, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like. I definitely see B winning here. I don't want to, but <laughs> I just knowing Stardom, she'll win. Um and she'll probably pin Saki and they'll kinda of protect Natsuko that way. But yeah, yeah, like if if you're booking smart and intelligently, then Natsuka wins. But
1: I don't trust them to do that. She's got a fucking chain, bro. Like this is the I one know. time that she can use it. It's a fatal four way. Like there's no like this is the like man.
0: Shit sucks. Um <laughs> The next match, then, is uh, the Stars Prelude Battle. It's uh, Unagi Sayaka, Mina Shirakawa, and Tam Nakano against Saya Ida, Mayu Iwatani, and Starlight Kid. Um, they call this a Stars Prelude Battle, but Sayaka isn't in Stars. Um, I don't think they care. But, yeah, I, I, I am going to be anal about that detail. Um, of course. Should be are. a good match, though. Say Tam will pin Ida again, because she's pinned Ida on, like, Every chance she gets, um, and that'll set up the, it's fucked the up world next
1: now. match. It's a fucked up world. <laughs> no, because yeah. like obviously you get upset when I talk about Ida every week, but I actually have new thing. Um, so I listened to an old podcast with Layla Hirsch, and she was just putting over Ida for like ten minutes, and I've realized that it's like I feel like Ida is probably like just one of the most respected like rookies in fucking wrestling. Like obviously like Utami is also a rookie, so it's like hard to say that. But I feel like Ida is one of those wrestlers that's like it might take fucking 6 years, but it's like she will be very important. Like I feel I feel like the biggest comparison I can make is like a uh, Ido um back in like the, the 90s. I I feel like she's just like, you know, it's like obviously she's not there. She's not gonna be there for a minute. And I don't even know if they're gonna want her to be there at all. But I feel like she is going to have to be there because she is just going to be that good. Um, you know, I, I said it the other day that it's like I think that she is going to be, you know, better than anybody's ever expecting of her. She's gonna do a lot better than anybody's ever expecting of. Her. I think she's gonna be one of the the biggest factors if she stays for the for the distance in a few years she'll be one of the biggest factors in stardom and if not in stardom she'll be the biggest factor in sendai if not in sendai she'll be the biggest factor in Siebling. like she is a fucking good ass wrestler who sort of got overshadowed by kamitani and utami and i talk about this constantly and i know that i repeat stuff a lot and i apologize but i don't know i was just thinking about that this week because it's like. Um, Obviously, Carolto complimented her the other week, and then I listened to the Leila Hirsch interview, and she was talking about her. And fucking literally everybody fucking says that she's fucking insane. She, you know, has is passionate about wrestling. She is kind. She's amazing. Like I don't know, she's just great. And I think that everything she should get everything ever. Uh, Sorry for doing this every week, Alex. But yeah, I had I had to get that out
0: um i mean you had you actually had a a different point this time so i guess this we will uh i will give my two cents on what you said um saida is obviously very talented i think they know that it's like you have to be blind to not see her talent i think that she will be an important part of stardom but not in the fact that like she isn't going to be on any of the posters and she isn't going to win the world title but She's going to be the person who you can trust to have, you know, crowd investment in their matches. She's the person that you're going to be able to trust to have good matches with anybody. She's the person who can make people look good. And she's the person who can be a roadblock for people. Like, I think, you know, and I'm guilty of this too. So many fans think if you don't win the world title, then your career is a write-off. But I think, you know, Saeeda... Kinda of reminds me of Jungle Kiona, and that Jungle Kiona is really important to Stardom and all the things that she can do, especially in the ring. I think Saida could be that. You know, she. I think she will be popular. I think the crowds will get behind her, but they may never give her the world title, and that's okay. You know, and I think she is going to be an important part of Stardom. You know, to to the people who run the show, even if she isn't a champion, and not everybody has to be. So, I do agree she is going to be very important to them. Um, but I definitely think, like, people have to adjust their expectations when they look at things like that. You know, like, we, and as, as I said, we're all guilty of it. Like, she doesn't have to win the world title to be important to them, you know?
1: Yeah, but at the same time, you brought up Jungle. I don't need Jungle to win the world title. I need Jungle to win a title and not the tag titles so that she can yeah. pin, get pinned yes. every match that isn't a tag <laughs> championship match. Because that happens literally every year. Like, that's like jungle is obviously a whole nother story but man i don't want anybody in fucking jungle's position because it's like she's like you're right and it's like she is important and it's like her position isn't bad but it's like just she loses even when she has belts she loses and she barely gets belts and it's like i get what you mean but yeah i don't know i just wanted to say that because i think i think ida is just gonna be way better than anybody's Expecting, I think she's going to be a bit more important than anybody's expecting. I think you know, down the line, she can, depending on how you know stardom goes with their signing habits and with you know retirings and whatever, she could get like you know, fumbled into a serious main event role. Maybe not world champion, but I think that she could definitely, and she could definitely hang there in a few years. Like I I have no doubt in my mind about that. But yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest because I was thinking about it. Like last night or the night before and I was just like, Man, Ida is fucking amazing, bro. Like she is just but yeah. Uh, we can go on now. Sorry.
0: Yeah, that's that's all right. Um the next match then is uh the DDM prelude battle. It's uh Siri and Micah against Julia and Himika. Um <sighs> trying to get a gauge on this. I, I, I mean I assume like Julia pins Micah, I guess.
1: Yeah. Maybe. I oh, don't know. Micah's been really protected lately. I'm not going to lie. She like, has, more protected but... than I, was ex- I expect.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, any of them could really win it, but I feel like Julia and Siri, one of those, has to get the win because obviously okay. they're in the big match at Eddie On. Okay. You
1: know? who, who on the show is taking a draw? Because there's going to be draws abundant in the next couple shows.
0: Um, yeah, this might be the one, actually, because they do like yeah. their DDM draws, don't they?
1: Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. I is don't like... think
0: the main event is a draw, so,
1: yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I I, obviously have been very critical of draws, but it's like, this show is probably, like, this show and the next show are probably the two shows that it's like, okay, a draw makes sense there. Mm-hmm. I mean, after this year, there's been fucking a million draws. I don't want to see another fucking draw. <laughs> yeah. But it would make sense, like, and I, I wouldn't be upset if, Fucking a, sh- a match or two. 30
0: minute time limit though. Fuck man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, know. that that's tough. I don't know. I still see a draw. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's that's yeah, like uh, that's that's a fair result, I think. Um the main event then is the Queen's Quest prelude battle. It's uh, Utami, Hayashishta, and Azumi against Momo Watanabe and Saya Kamitani. Uh I I think my guess is that Momo pins Azumi because her and utami have kind of gone back and forth with who gets wins so i think this is momo's turn to get a
1: win and to close the show yeah probably uh it's gonna be sort of interesting to see utami and um kamitani wrestle again because they've only wrestled the once in the fast like fucking you know eight months um nine yeah. months maybe so they've only wrestled that one future of storm time and um Tossai has improved immensely since then. So I don't know. I'm, I'm always down to see like tag teams wrestle each other. Um so yeah this is that match is very interesting to me and I'll be really excited to see it. Plus they all four of them have insane chemistry together. Uh as you guys know that Corikin match is one of my favorite matches um of the fall, sit winter, whatever the fuck it is. Uh I really liked it. And I'm sure this will be pretty fun too. Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Momo's definitely beating Maybe Kamatani, but I think it would probably be Azumi.
0: Yeah, no, Momo's definitely uh... Because, like, they wouldn't have Momo pin Utami, I don't think. At least not on that show.
1: Yeah. Or, yes, yeah, yeah, Momo's tagging with Kamatani. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm dumb. Oh, yeah, she's definitely pinning Azumi.
0: Okay. Um,. Yeah, that's that show. It's uh, it's all Prelude tags. Uh, they're really going heavy on that stuff, but it, it makes sense. Should um, be a fun show. Uh, it looks good. We will review that next week, so look forward to that. Uh, the next show we're going to preview, then, is the, the December 16th Cork and Hall show. This was booked out of nowhere. Like I checked the schedule for Stardom last month because we were planning content. And this show wasn't here, <laughs> so... They just added this like really late, and I'd imagine it's because they know they'll make money from it. But uh, yeah, they they haven't. Yeah, they, like, they, they, they really not a great card, but it's not bad either.
1: They really fucked up our Joshi draft because we were supposed to do that this week.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: very sad. Or the week that yeah, you know we'll do that eventually. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna book a way better fucking roster than you are. But yeah, uh, let's let's get into the show, Alex.
0: Yeah, so the opener is a Starlight Kid versus Lady C. So I'd imagine this is a Starlight Kid getting a win, which it'll be nice to see because she doesn't win often. Um yeah. maybe she will pull she'll pull the Momo Latch back out. That'd be an interesting way for her to in a bigger opponent.
1: Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. I don't know if I don't know how well Lady C would uh would, you know, base for that though. Cause she is like that is a pretty difficult not difficult, but it's just like a bit more uh, hard to base for i'd imagine because it's like mm-hmm. chips you up so yeah. i don't know if they want lady c to do that but it would be really cool like just to look at to see her mama letcher so yeah hopefully that'd be cool yeah
0: okay uh the next match then is a four-way battle it's a uh, riho versus gokigan death versus konami versus Raka. um any one of uh, Rio, Death, or Konami could win this. To be honest, I, uh, <laughs> like it's it's open the air.
1: I I definitely see Konami. Uh, yeah. Maybe Death. Probably not, mm. but probably Konami. I'd be surprised because Death Death does get a lot of wins. Yeah. You know, uh, people people forget the you know momentum warrior guy. I got it. You yeah. gotta you gotta remember Death. People forget <laughs> and they they get they get caught lacking.
0: Alright. Um the next match then is a singles match. Uh, Mayu Utani versus Sai Iida. This is gonna kick ass. This will be really good. Um Mayu is obviously gonna win, but yeah, this 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 should be a good match
1: to be honest. Did they wrestle on the five star?
0: Uh I don't think so. I think they were in separate blocks, weren't they?
1: I feel like they were Yeah, I think they were. Uh so yeah, yeah I Chris think Utami
0: wrestled Ida and Utami didn't wrestle Mayu. Okay, so yeah, I think this will be their first singles
1: match. Uh, Unless I'm mistaken. I don't have anything open, so I can't really look it up. But if it is, then yeah, this is going to be really, really interesting. Um, I'm really excited to see it. It does sort of play into it could play into the the Tam trying to lure Ida into Cosmic Angels. Um, Let me say right now, I do not want to see fucking Ida in the Cosmic fucking Angels. Fuck that shit. She wouldn't fit Uh, that at all. At all. At all. And it's like... no, please. God, no. Just let fucking Mina <laughs> lose. Like let her be the be the fall guy. Cuz like Unagi's pretty dope. You know, I, I I'm starting to really grow I, Unagi's really starting to grow on me. Uh, and Tam is, you know, she's Tam. But just let let Mina lose. We do not need Ida to lose any more than she has to. You know, with Stars, she at least isn't the bottom of the barrel. Uh yeah. she's close still, unfortunately, <laughs> but you know, just please do that for me guys begging you
0: yeah no I, I i wouldn't worry about her joining uh the the cosmic Angels. she really doesn't fit them at all to be honest so i, I wouldn't worry too much about that um the next match then is uh, a Micah and himika against Azmi and saya kamatani um Based on mm, some just, of the re- yeah. the upcoming bookings, I think Micah and Himika will probably win. I think they're gonna get built up for another tag title match because they're teaming again on Eddie on. I believe so. It seems like they're you know kind of picking up some tag team wins to to build them back up.
1: I'm just waiting for Jumbo and Poi to get a tag match, brother. Man, yeah, you know, Poi it's like, just I mean... hasn't been around a lot. Like she isn't. Is yeah, she on show. No,
0: she's not on the show either. Man.
1: It sucks, because, like, like, if she was on the shows consistently, she'd probably be in my top five. Because every time I see her, I enjoy her. Like, even that, mm-hmm. that Saki match that I fucking buried last week, I loved Poi in it. I thought that she was great. I thought, you know, I think Natsumi Maki is on her fucking game nowadays. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I wish she was around a lot more.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like she's just got, like, other commitments that she probably agreed to beforehand. I, I don't think she ever officially signed with Stardom, so... I guess we're just gonna have to wait for that to happen. Um, But yeah, for now she's just kind of a a part timer, I guess, which is disappointing. But it's it's understandable. Um, She doesn't work any other companies, though, doesn't she? I know she does. She was in that like actoring thing, wasn't she?
1: I believe so. Other than that, I've. She's just like I see her cosplay on Instagram sometimes. That's pretty Pretty... much that's the only other commitment I ever see. Oh, that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, well, that's the mystery of poi. Um, we agree though that this this is a uh, a DDM win. Yeah,
1: yeah. It kind of sucks because, yeah. like, I feel like Azumi and Kamatani is probably like a really interesting team. Uh, mm. but yeah, you it's you know it's... what's actually
0: bad is that Azumi and May is like such an afterthought. Like they haven't.
1: Done I totally forgot that match is fucking it. happening.
0: And I. I, I... I guess maybe they probably planned on something, but then, of course, is not some of the Marvelous people come in contact? Yeah, me, oh, like, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, so they... But I feel like they announced off. some of
1: this. I feel like they announced some of this before that happened. Maybe not announced some probably. of this, but I feel like this was like a... Like, I still think that they were just fucking doing this shit. Uh, maybe it's to make May feel more, like, not important, but more of, like, a outsider so that she isn't, like, there, very often, it's like, oh, she's coming in, like, uh, you know, as a not an unknown, but a bit more of like a non integrated entity because uh, she's only had the one match. Mm-hmm. So, I that could be possible, but yeah, if if it's just out of you know, like, oh, this is an afterthought, that does really fucking suck because that match is gonna rule if it happens. Because, like you said, there is a um, there's a COVID issue with Marvelous, um, as far okay. as I'm aware so yeah that that's that's different but yeah i don't know yeah Yeah, you're right i totally forgot that that match is even happening honestly
0: yeah like it's i don't know it's i feel like they even if they didn't do a match like i don't think as like azumi hasn't even mentioned it so it's it just feels like a real afterthought so
1: and it's weird Uh, because azumi was mentioning it in matches that weren't against may like she was talking about how she wants to wrestle like she like (laughs) like she was talking about in interviews she would talk about in like Mm. one or two pre-matches like she's like oh i'm i'm i want like she was saying you know oh i want to wrestle people from other companies who have beaten me before and it's like hmm that's just may basically (laughs) uh so you know like (laughs) like so she's talked about it frequently and then it got announced and she's like cool i'll stop talking about (laughs) it then it's like okay i guess so yeah you're
0: right yeah um uh the the speaking of title matches uh the next match there is an artist of stardom title match uh the away tie team of b Priestley, saki kashima and natsuko Tora are defending against the cosmic angels um this is the first defense of way tie so i don't think they lose i think I cosmic like the, angels uh, has won enough that you. they mm, maybe yeah uh, that would be a i think one i guess.
1: think yeah I'd be okay with a DQ here. I mean, it would suck because they're supposed to be champions, but it's like, it would make sense if they
0: got do the DQ. titles. Change if DQs no, happen.
1: I don't wait. No, wait. Wait. Maybe. Wait. Wait. Maybe I feel like they do. I feel like I remember so, Sunny so saying, "All like, Japanese oh,
0: companies have the thing. If you get DQ, you lose your belt." I'm pretty sure, but who knows?
1: Yeah, who knows? Uh, yeah, because I just imagine that Tam. I don't know. I feel like the Cosmic Angels would win this because I feel like I feel like Tam and and Natsuko, despite having grown so much, are still bad. Like they've they had this trios match two years ago, like almost to the day, where Tam beat Natsuko for the for the trios belt. Uh not almost to the day. It was November, but like it's it's just so wild that it's like you know. That that long term booking, Alex. You know, like they they're like you know, you know Kenny Omega type shit. You know, impact. Jesus Christ. I don't know what I'm getting into. Why? Uh, Why would you bring that up? Like, what does that have to do with anything? Because when I think of long term booking, I think of Omega. I think of Kenny Omega, the the, the greatest wrestler to ever live. This is definitely a reference to my article, right? I don't fucking read WrestleJoy. Why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> I feel like everybody on Twitter saw that because Kenny retweeted it or
0: something, but I don't know. I thought. Oh, him know. There's an entire article about him and
1: long term storytelling. And I was just like,
0: yeah, you know, I, I think. Know that one, Chief.
1: I think I was. I just don't think that I remembered that it was a reference to that. I was just making a joke. I see.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but anyway, no. Uh, it, yeah, I. Tam and Natsuko really fight over that pink belt a lot. Uh, mm. and I think that Tam could definitely just beat Natsuko here. Uh, but then again, Natsuko could just beat either any of the three of them. Plus, uh, B is there. And Saki Well, yeah, I don't know. I I honestly, know, have no I don't. Do, I there.
0: don't think you. I don't think you give the Cosmic Angels the belts yet, because uh, I feel like they've already run through a lot of the trio's matches for them. So I feel like giving them the trio's belts wouldn't work out too well there. Um. As well as that, like I just, I don't think E has two straight title defenses or title reigns that she loses in the first defense either.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, um, small thing, completely yeah. not completely irrelevant, not completely irrelevant. It's okay. actually very relevant. It's very relevant. <laughs> um <All right. laughs> I think that artist belts, like the trios belts, should just be faction based. Honestly, like I feel like if Q- if Queen's Quest has it, I feel like any I- it should be Horseman. You know what I mean? I feel like Freebird rule. Yeah, free yeah, Freebird not Horseman. What the fuck am I talking about? Uh, <laughs> same same difference, but you get what I mean? Where it's like if if Azumi, Saya and fucking Utami win it, why can't Momo Utami like I like obviously like in certain situ- situations that becomes difficult cuz it's like if fucking Ida rolls somebody up then she's never gonna be put in a fucking tri- trio's match because it's like Ida doesn't win, so why would she be defending a title? Like, like I don't know. Like it's if Ida's there, and it's like, like I get that it's, it's difficult, but I always thought that it's like man, like it would just be so much more beneficial if that was just like a faction title, and it's like oh, it's defended by three members of any faction. You get what I mean? Very so- uh, small thing, kind of. But you'd end up with
0: the same like three or four people defending them all the time. You know, in the same like set, twelve people vying for them all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. Like everyone would that's just pick true. their strongest three. Like there'd be no reason to put Hanan in a trios team. Like you just wouldn't do that. You
1: know. That, that's that's what I mean. It. I definitely get that. I think I'm probably projecting out of uh fucking like New Japan booking because it's like that. I think that would work great for New Japan. Maybe not as much for Stardom. But like just fucking like why why does fucking I don't know. It's a very small, like not important thing. I just always thought that it's like, oh, it'd be way more interesting if that was like oh, that's the best faction compared to oh this is the best singles wrestle, this is the best tag team, this is the best faction. So it's a faction title. Uh, that that always just made sense to me. But I definitely get what you mean. Uh, it's not important. We can move on if you want. I just <laughs> okay. that was something that came up.
0: All right. Um Yeah, so the main event then, we're on to the main event already. We're making great time. Uh, the Osaka Prelude Incredible Battle. Uh, that's, that's stardom's name for it. Uh, Utami, Hayashishta and Julia against Momo Watanabe and Siri. Um, I've said this since this match was announced. Um, if I had made this match, I'd have switched Momo and Utami, because I feel like Momo and handled like the, the majority of the work there, and then you could have just let Utami and Julia tag in. And forearm each other and shit for a little bit, and I think that would have made for a better match than this, where I feel like Utami is probably gonna have to do the majority of the work for her team against probably Siri, um. And I just think we'd all rather see Momo and Siri do that sort of stuff, you know.
1: That's true. I know. I, I when I first saw it, I was definitely thinking it's like, man, sh- Siri and fucking and Momo, what a fucking team, man. And it's like, oh yeah, and they're yeah. facing Utami and and Julia, uh. That's again, like I feel like people give both Utami and Julia way more of a hard time. Obviously, Utami's amazing. Obviously, Julia is not bad. Um, but you know, it definitely is a stark contrast that it's like one of these teams is fucking on another level, if you will. Um, and one of these teams is also pretty good. Uh, so I, I think it would be a bit more balanced if Momo and Julia were ta- teaming against Utami and Shuri. but yeah Uh, hopefully it's good
0: yeah like i I think it's one of these matches that will either be pretty good or it'll be bad like i don't think there's an in-between like i think it's either going to be great or it's not you know i don't know why i just feel like that's it's going to be either end of the
1: spectrum uh the finish i think momo might beat utami and then just yeah, lose. I
0: actually have Momo and Siri winning for some reason. I just feel like there's a little thing there where I'm like, they they might win because the odds are kind of really stacked against them. So I think a win would definitely make both of them look good.
1: Yeah, and then they will both probably lose. Well, actually, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Sherry because she lose the fucking.
0: SWA. I mean, we'll talk oh. about that next week. But yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like I, know, that, I know, I know, That's definitely a but draw. A... <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, yeah, I feel
0: like Sherry and Julia yeah. are going to a draw.
1: And It's like these four are the usual suspects for draws. So us mm-hmm. both being like, oh, this probably isn't going to go to a draw. Maybe not, probably not, but I don't think it's going to a draw. It's pretty funny. Cause like this match probably should go to a draw, given all that we know about the four of them. It's like it not going to a draw, would be very out of character, but I think that definitely Momo uh, getting a win over Utami would make it look 'Cause I think that's part of Momo's character is that it's like, oh, she's the only one without a belt. She needs to win here to look even halfway mm-hmm. like competitive. Uh so she needs to to win the match. So I think that Momo winning the match would look great. Uh it going to a draw wouldn't look bad, but it would definitely keep things to the point where it's like, Okay, Momo's definitely a step below because of just the the title situation. Oh yeah, and I, I forgot to to mention, uh in the, in the main event from the, the Toyama show, when, when, all, when the three members of Queen's Quest came out, I realized that uh, everybody in Queen's Quest has a belt except for Momo, obviously. And Momo comes out with that big-ass flag. and I know they've had that flag forever, but it really felt like she was just overcompensating. <laughs> like she's just like, yeah, I got a flag, too. You were forgetting that uh, Queen's
0: Quest has a fifth member? <laughs> I said active members. Oh, right, okay, yeah, that's fair i miss Cena already bro you don't even yeah oh yeah we done... uh, oh no we did
1: that last week didn't we yeah yeah, yeah. we did that last week. yeah okay I, I almost started crying i remember <laughs> okay i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna miss them yeah. not actually i i was sad but that that's all No, whatever uh okay, all right <laughs> yeah i just felt like like when momo came out with the flag i was like i know they've had the flag forever but it really feels funny that it's like, yeah, they have belts, I have a fucking flag, so who's really winning and it's like still them <laughs> still them, but you have a cool flag uh, <laughs> so, yeah
0: okay that's uh, that's an interesting observation um we yeah that like we've we've previewed the two shows, I'm shocked uh, <laughs> we did that that's so quick um we it, yeah i think we're in agreement the main event will either be good or bad and momo
1: is likely to win um yeah if momo doesn't win that would kind of suck like not suck but it'll just be like yeah it it won't look good for her um especially because like she's definitely losing at edion which we'll get into next week so stay tuned for next week ladies and gentlemen because that'll be a good that'll be a good show um but yeah she's definitely losing there so it's like if she doesn't win here uh, it just won't look very good because it'll just look like she's just not at that level. And I think that even if she's not going to win, I think that she should definitely still be placed at that level. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my two cents about it.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Um, and that sums up uh, our thoughts on the next two shows. Um. We're probably going to be wrong on a few things. We always are. Stardom likes to throw a few curveballs at us, but we're very excited for Eddie on uh, Osaka Dream Cinderella is the name of the show, right? I always keep thinking Eddie on is in the name, but then it's not. Um, so, yeah, no. yeah, it's Osaka Dream I'm, Cinderella. I'm so, what
1: is the name of this tag team prelude? The, the like, uh, fucking... Osaka Prelude Incredible Battle? Yeah. See, I'm surprised it's not the Osaka Prelude Cinderella Incredible fucking princess. Dream battle. Dream, dream battle. Yeah, I'm surprised. It, that that wasn't the name because they really fucking love those words
0: yeah they've really gone uh over the top with the uh the cinderella stuff isn't the budican show called cinderella mm-hmm.
1: well it's cinderella it's cinderella all-star
0: dream dream, it all-star dreams wait no it's
1: not dream slam yeah it's yeah dream cinderella
0: yeah there i don't know
1: <laughs> it doesn't make i don't sense. know why they picked cinderella
0: either it's like not
1: the, yeah, like it used to be that it's know. like, oh, they have a Cinderella tournament because, yes. like, it's like a they have a very like monarch type theme, and that was always like, oh, okay, that, that makes sense, and that was that was it. Uh, and now it's like everything is either dream or Cinderella or both, and it's yeah. like, calm down, buddy. Yeah. yeah,
0: hopefully, the 2021 they they hire some new uh name creators marketing officers yeah because really you're it's it's not original at all like this show doesn't even have a name like all and shows usually have a name but this is just corican hall december 16th <laughs> road to osaka Dreams cinderella like they didn't even bother naming this there was like yeah it's a
1: road to and hall
0: <laughs> that is fucking sad that, bro that's the new japan energy right there oh yeah like damn I don't know I we were going what the show away. is going to look like actually, because they've lightened restrictions, haven't they? So this might be a bigger yeah. park than usual. I
1: don't know. The, the lightened restrictions in Japan sort of scare me with how many outbreaks there are in wrestling. Uh, yeah. Going on. Yeah. Like obviously, like it's it's cool because I think that like obviously you want more people because it's like it looks cooler and it sounds cooler and it just overall like it heightens the. But at the end of the day, you want it to be safe. And wrestling is still not doing well, COVID-wise, over there. Uh, I mean, it's doing better than it is over here. But, I don't know. It it is still a worry. Um, So, yeah. It will probably be more people. But, hopefully, not too many more people. Because I think Korrakin can sound great. I mean, Korrakin... Fucking Mayu versus Takumi was one of the best uh, sounding matches of COVID-era... In general, like just with the the crowd, like going insane, with the the seconds going insane, like it doesn't need to have a full corkin to have good matches. They needed a full sendai to have good matches, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. And that was, but I think Korakin can, like, they don't have to have fucking a thousand people in there for it to be a good atmosphere. So hopefully they don't try to pack too many people.
0: In. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, with that, uh, what was this show. Uh join us next week uh we'll be recording probably early next week uh to preview uh the there's a show on the 19th there's no card for it i don't know it's probably just gonna be a tiny show so we we might just glance at it but we're gonna focus very heavily on osaka
1: dreams that's that's the show that Kyrie comes back bro i don't know if you heard (sighs) okay um
0: (laughs) you threw me off there entirely i i had a i had a whole thing I was in
1: you the You had a zone, joke, didn't you? And then you, you just, bam, you yeah. just blindsided me. <laughs> um, I am the worst. Yes. Yes,
0: you I'm don't have worst. to tell me that. I know. Um, <laughs> where was I? Okay, getting back in the zone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm such a dick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm, a, I'm
0: aware. Um, yes, with that, yeah. Join us next week for uh, our preview of Osaka Dream Cinderella uh, we are closing out the year strong. We're gonna preview that. Then next week we're gonna review it. And then next year, all systems go for biggest year probably in Stardom's history. So come along with us for the journey. Uh, with that, leave today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. I show. I show.